five and three, two, one, boom. Finally got on this bitch. Finally live. Wow. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 237 of Kicking It with the King. As you see my little props here on the fucking, uh, on the desk here. Um, can't even see my fucking face. Let me just try to adjust this real quick. Sorry, guys. All right, we're here. We're live. Episode 237 here. Can't believe we're here. Can't believe we're doing a live show, a live edition of the show. I mean, I don't know how long it personally actually took for me to actually like get in front of the camera and stuff like that. If you see, you can't see anything in the background because it's actually the stuff on the desk is in front of me and where everything's propped up and, and set up and stuff. You can't really see anything in the background. So um, that's one of the best, well, not one of the best parts. It's probably one of the most annoying parts, but uh, like, as you see, like I have all my weed in front of me. So yeah, if you look at, it's like, different containers. I got different containers for each, each and every, um, kind. I think there's four different types right here. If you look at it, I just, uh, put some labels off the old weed, the, um, the, the actual weed and I put it on, the, um, the fucking, uh, case on here. So I have like four different types that I smoke. The, the one I've been, the one I've been actually, uh, stuck on is actually, um, the hybrid, the hybrid, uh, what is it? It's a blue lemon thigh. It's like the one that's almost out because like everybody that, um, everybody that I like, you know, associate with and like, you know, friends and family and stuff like that. Um, they, they like it like this one. It's, it smells like blueberry pie. Like I said, you can look, you can look for yourself. I don't know if you really can see it, but yeah, if you look at it with a flashlight, it's probably a little bit better. But anyways, like I said, it's cool to be here. It's cool to be back. Um, we just did a podcast the other day, but, um, you know, I still think because TFC 246, it's fight week, obviously fight day, not fight week. Um, I think it's, um, pretty special, but it's especially because it's a new year and I think in new years we should do things bigger, do things better. <coughs> and do things bad in a good way. <coughs> you know what I mean? Like doing things bad or like when people call chicks like this chick, oh she's bad. Oh she's sexy. She's bad as fuck. Or people using all that slang. Like there's there's a funny part about slang. I was talking about it with one of my friends the other day, like, oh, you know, I'm learning these the slang words that I learned. I'm like, what's up? homie like i don't sound cool when i say it homie like what's up dude how you doing dude what's going on dude stuff like that and like i used stuff like that because you know i grew up around a lot of people that were proper is that weed over there it's just like a stem yeah but i grew up around a lot of people that were quite proper with their wording so like when when i say something versus someone who maybe grew up somewhere more you know a little bit more ghetto maybe it's not the best of area but yet they talk a different way like people using slang words and all that so I like I picked it up after so long and stuff like that I'm trying to get comfortable try to get to where you can see everything I mean I don't care if you guys see it or not but um I do 
I got like I got like all my props behind here. I want people to see that. Um, but damn, this is fucking crazy. First ever. Where's my fucking lighter at? Oh, it's in my hand. See, that's what happens when you get high before. I'm gonna move this big ass fucking jar. Let me just put them back all up here, cause I'm not gonna smoke all of them. I'm gonna probably put my my top two right here. You can't really see them too well, but it's all good here, because the main thing is we're gonna, we're gonna have the, we have this one we're putting in here. I know it's quite quite awkward to be honest to do a podcast in the beginning. Like I've done podcasts for five years and stuff. Like you said, subscribe to my podcast, kicking it with the king, um, on Instagram and Twitter. We're actually live on Twitter. For the audio listeners, this is the most exciting part about it, is that now there's an audio version as well as a video version. I mean, after Twitter, I mean, after on Twitter, I can direct people to the link directly. I didn't, um, I had a little trouble setting up the YouTube account and stuff like that. I have YouTube, like I use YouTube on my phone and shit like that, but, um, I don't like, I don't like all the streaming and shit and all that. I just wanted to get on. I just wanted to talk. I just wanted to be here. We got uh, we got a huge fight card coming up, man. A huge fight card, yeah, coming up later on today, which is something I wanted to kind of elaborate on as well as talk about and something that I was um, super excited, super stoked because, um, you know, the return of Conor McGregor, um, be, this being the first fight of 2020, I mean, it, it's arguably a fight card that could have been at the end of the year, like the end of the year, like an international fight week kind of fight. But no, we're gifted. We get, um, we get uh, this card at the beginning of the year. Now, let me tell you, it's not the most stacked card, ladies and gentlemen, but it's still very legit. It's still, uh, <laughs> see, I'm still like a little bit of OCD or whatever it's called. It's still, it's still something to be excited about being the fact that it is return of conor mcgregor this is his first fight since 2000 i think november of 2018 i was saying this yesterday on the podcast if you listen to the podcast directly you can um subscribe directly in itunes spotify every it's, it's available everywhere anywhere you guys get anywhere you guys get your podcast it's available um it's currently 804 p.m or a.m excuse me yeah that's what i get for being high directly in the morning i just got um done kind of partially watching the smoke box with a uh, be real and uh, it was one with kevin smith so you know i kind of got a little inspired to smoke a little bit before, uh during that show and that's actually funny because afterwards after i do this um let me make sure i'm closer to the microphone because there's like a microphone here on the side right here you guys can't see it because we judge right there but um the mic there's a microphone on there and i want to make sure the audio isn't shitty by the time this this shit's over This is random, but uh, the fact is that now that I know that this is the direction that I'm going to be facing and all my props are here in the back, I think that like, you know, like over here and shit like that, um, you could uh, have something in the background so you guys have something to see rather than just like a boring ass fucking, <laughs> fucking uh, uh, wall. It's like, it's like a fucking wall. It's pretty boring, but... If you guys seen the props, I can actually maybe like uh, forward the camera in the front, but I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm so nervous. I can't believe this. The first show um, that we've done live, I feel like I'm a new kid on the block. I know there's everybody has their YouTube shows or YouTube channels and all that. And um, I don't know, just never been my thing. Like I've had quotes or sayings or 
quick little videos that I've made on Instagram and like TikTok or musically back in the day and all those other things. But um, like I've never like done a live, I don't think, not to my knowledge. I haven't done like a live edition of the show, not in modern day, um, at least not modern day podcasting like history like if i think about it modern day i I never did an episode of the show that i was completely serious about that i released on the internet for everybody to listen to now there is old editions old episodes of the show previously when it was um a different name i went like for the longest time without um changing the name of the show and then i finally changed it to kicking it with the king so i was just like i was excited so it was pretty cool. It's pretty exciting. Um, obviously, there's a lot more things to do this year. And um, lots of, uh, like, you know, lots of new ventures and new things to look at and, and more exciting things that I'm personally excited for. Being the fact that there is this episode, it is released to everybody now. If you're live on Twitter, um, follow me. Um, you see this. You know, now you know that there's an, a video version. Now we're going to figure out the YouTube part. Don't get me wrong. Maybe we'll just start live on Twitter. Maybe we'll switch it up. Maybe my podcast will be available on Twitter and everywhere else. Audio edition more so. But um, yeah, it's cool. This is cool. I see what everyone's talking about. It's got to get a little bit more comfortable. I am comfortable, but it's like I'm looking at myself. But then again, I have like the pressure of the world on me and everything else. So uh I think it's a it's, it's it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. I like it, and uh, can't wait for next week because we're gonna definitely do that one. Man, this shit's so good. It's a hybrid, and it's eight in the morning. Yeah, eight in the morning. Hybrid. You know, this is like the type of shit that I was talking about. Uh, that makes you get up in the morning and like start cleaning and stuff so like after this show like maybe i'll start cleaning and i'll talk about it on the next show it's like a crazy thing just cleaning all the time like why do people clean all the time such cheesy topics huh but all right let it anyways without further ado let's get into uh ufc 246 yet again like i said we have like and it's eight in the morning. Fights start around like three, three, four, three, four. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember like the, the specific time, but it usually generally starts around that time if it's a pay per view, like based out of Las Vegas and stuff. I'm pretty sure you guys are very familiar with that. Um. So, like I said, interesting fight card. I look at the fight card completely. Let me just pull it up. Hmm. UFC two forty six. <clears throat> also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at G the King MMA. Um Facebook.com slash Gabriel the King Hernandez if that's a legitimate link. Um I don't know. I tried it and I think it wasn't quite accurate. And uh if you want to follow the podcast page directly, you can follow it at uh anchor.fm slash KWTK pod uh UFC two forty fucking six. Let's go. Here we go. 
I mean, I, I have like a genuine, uh, genuine, um, like idea of who's on the card. I know who's on the card and stuff, but I like reading it off and, you know, it gives us a little bit more stuff to talk about. If you get, if you get my drift, you get, if you get what I mean. All right. UFC 246 McGregor versus Cowboy Saturday, the 18th, 2020, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 in Pacific. Most likely that's what it was. Um, order now. Have you guys ordered it yet? Um, let me see. Damn, this ESPN Plus setup's actually pretty fucking nice if you look if you're looking at it. It's actually pretty nice. I like it. I mean, directs you directly where you need to go <laughs> directs you directly it's funny um espn plus pay-per-view part i think there are links to espn prelims and then the early prelims are on espn plus as well so uh that's not what i was trying to fucking look at um i'm trying to look at who the fuck is on this card ladies and gentlemen i didn't come here to play around i didn't come here to fuck around we're trying to see who's on these cards what the hell where is it why is it so hard to find this card why don't I just go to, on over to Instagram? Like I was saying, follow me on Twitter. On follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Excuse me at kwtk pod and uh, my personal one is G the King MMA. That's personally where I prefer to put all my activity and post everything. That's my main account. The podcast account is kwtk pod. So sorry, I'm a little high. So you get what I mean. Um, let me see. So, oh, I put a picture of my official fight pics on Instagram. And I'm going to read them off. So I've got McGregor over Cowboy. Holly Holm over Raquel Pennington. Uh, there's a picture fucking disappeared in front of me. You know how the Instagram stories work. Um, let me save that to my phone real quick. <clears throat> <coughs> I need some fucking water, dude. It's like smoking weed makes you really, uh... Like, makes your mouth dry. You ever get that? Like, where it makes your mouth really dry? Are we still rolling? Wait, like, are we still live? Oh, yeah, we are. I was just making sure. I mean, we would have still been live on the video portion. I'm just making sure the audio portion got um, captured as well. Because, like I said, this is our first time doing it on the video. So, like I said, this is exciting. So, um, yeah, so we got the picture now. So, we can look at it. Okay. Yeah, McGregor over Cowboy. Holly Holm over Raquel Pennington. I've got Maurice Green beating Alexi Olenek. Um, Brian Kelleher over, what the hell is the other dude's name? Osborne? Yeah, Osborne. I have, get ready for this one. I have Carlos Diego Ferreira over Anthony Pettis. You don't ask me why, because I think Diego Ferreira's grappling, his pressure, his jujitsu game, which also... Uh, translates to him being a great grappler. He's a great grappler. He's a phenomenal grappler, as is Pettis. But, you know, we haven't seen Fajeda's jiu-jitsu tested. Anthony Pettis says he wants to test his jiu-jitsu. He wants to, you know, show him 
you know, this is a big stage, you know, like he said in, in Embedded, I think it was like a couple of days ago that, you know, this is the biggest stage that Fahed has been on. He's fighting on a Conor McGregor car. There's a lot of pressure behind it, as is for Pettis, because, you know, like I said, he's alternated wins and losses in his last like six fights or so, something like that. Um, and I think it's important for Pettis to, you know, go out there and, you know, show him. I mean, I think the grappling is a very dangerous part for uh, Pettis, you know, the, the, you know, how... What I mean by that is going back to, like, you know, the fights with Eddie Alvarez, not fights with Rafael Dos Anjos, where he was taken down repeatedly and pressured against the fence and, you know, just completely controlled and stuff. I think Fajeda has great striking as well as, um, you know, grappling. So I think he can grapple and I think he can shut down Pettis' offense and stuff like that. So um, that's what I'm looking for in this fight. I really like underdog picks and I really like to sit and think about these fights and stuff like that, most definitely. And it makes me more excited for... Um, it makes you more excited for the fights because you, know, you watch those fights, which you're going to do later on today. Um, it makes it the picks more interesting, you know. You know, oh, if you're wrong, you're wrong. If you're right, you're right. Boom, you could pinpoint and be completely accurate with your fight picks and stuff. That's what's that's what's crazy about the world of MMA and stuff is is the fact that anything can happen. And you know, if you're alive and you're in the moment, and you're enjoying everything. You know, that boom, something unexpected happens, or boom, that fight was a robbery, or boom, someone slipped on a banana peel. Boom, massive upset, something you weren't expecting. You know, take us back to the Ben Askren, um, Jorge Masvidal fight, right when that KO happened. How crazy was that? I mean, say what you want about watching Masvidal train that on Instagram or something or, or, you know, do that same drill and technique before that. We're just live in the moment. We're talking about the live and in the moment reactions. Those are the reactions that will live with us forever because when we look at these, um, you know, the highlights or anything and going down in the future five years from now. Five years from now, excuse me, 10 years from now, whatever, however many years from now, 10, 10 weeks from now, it doesn't matter. Um, what we're talking about is, um, you know, the, the iconic feeling in the moment, like when your favorite fighter or your client or whoever it is, whether you're a manager, whether you're a mother, a father, a coach, training partner, it doesn't matter. The, the reaction of seeing your teammate, your friend, your favorite fighter, anybody win an iconic moment like that, you know, you could, they win fights back to back to back, you know, just winning fights like that. But when you see like the big upsets, for example, like Ronda Rousey, Holly Holm, um, Bisping versus Rockhold 2 and stuff like that, unexpected things like that, you got to sit back and be more excited. Shout out to Michael Bisping. Michael Bisping's shit, man. I love, I love the, uh, his podcast with Luis Gomez. His work on ESPN is fantastic, dude. He's completely translated trans yeah transitioned excuse me from like you know successfully in um fighting you know very good fighter very tough fighter you know hard guy put away you know really durable dude i remember watching bisping back in the day it was pretty fun um but yeah we'll talk about that in a second um so back to Cerrone versus mcgregor uh interesting fight we've talked about it I've talked about it on the last episode of the podcast. Um, if you listen to it, motherfuckers, you need to go down there and listen to that shit. Subscribe to that shit. I'm gonna make. It, I'm gonna keep sharing the links. That's not. That's gonna. I'm, I'm gonna promote the hell out of it. I'll pay for ads. I'll do everything I need to. You motherfuckers need to subscribe. Stop. Stop sleeping on me. Um. So, like I said, um, I've thought about this fight. You know, the outcomes potentially what could happen after if Donald wins, if Connor wins the the, the storylines afterwards everything that happens afterwards so 
in most people's eyes, I feel like most of the world is leaning on Connor to win. You know, he has he wants three fights this year. He wants big fights, big money fights. Um, you know, it's a fight for the title again. Um, he, he step one Cerrone. He beat step. He he beat Cerrone. My mind kind of catapults me towards a fight with Jorge Masvidal next. And if you've seen what Nate Diaz did back when he beat Anthony Pettis and, you know, called out Jorge Masvidal, obviously very respectedly, it wasn't really nearly as extreme as the Conor McGregor call out when he was like, taking everything I work for, motherfucker. No, he, he, he respectfully called him out. But, you know, so when Conor wins, say he beats Cerrone in impressive fashion, you know, which a lot of people think he's will, I'm still excited for that it's like nearly like five hours away almost i don't know i don't give a fuck about the math um but you know say when connor wins what kind of call out is he gonna who is he gonna call out you know we haven't seen the champ champ back in the octagon for quite some time we haven't seen him win a fight in a couple of years you know take you know add the floyd mayweather fight in like i was saying yesterday i mean the khabib fight you know say what you want about how he lost you know it's a loss is a loss technically in the record books and all the pressures on connor like i was talking about it's interesting funny thing is like quick side note is i'm getting really comfortable with talking now i'm now now looking now now i'm in the mood now i'm in the zone that's what I wanted to do. That's what I was uh, excited for. My posture is actually very off, so I should like really like adjust, motherfuckers. Maybe I should just like zoom in completely on my head. I like sitting like this though. It's pretty. I've I've always done like I've always done this shit. I've played video games and shit like that, and that's how I've played games. If you're like you're just like in a fucking seat going. Um. So back to Connor. Like I said, I expect a dramatic. Not dramatic, but dramatic in a good way, if that makes any sense. Um, but like, you know, like a big, emphatic, eventful, powerful post-fight interview. You know, Joe Rogan, obviously, is going to interview him. You know, we've seen Connor's post-fight con- uh, press conferences or, you know, his, his post-fight interviews are, are all fire fired up they're all electric they get all the numbers get everybody talking about it obviously we're here sitting here talking about it so he he's obviously done something right throughout his career i mean i remember the rise of connor i mean remembering it step by step this guy you know huge star two division champion outside the ufc finally gets side of the ufc calls the shots in the big league the big show the ufc being the top of the heap when it comes to mma respect to all the rest of the other promotions and stuff but you know the ufc being the main target at the time connor coming into the UFC, calling all his shots. I was like, this dude is fucking crazy, dude. Talking about being Poirier, you know, that's how much I respect Poirier. He's talking about being Poirier. I mean, he he said he was going to beat Jose Aldo. I mean, all these other crazy wild predictions. And, you know, me being an ignorant fan at the time, not really understanding the heap or the hype. I understood fighting. I've been watching it. This is, this has been my shit for about 10 years, you know, um, so, I mean, I've understood it. You know, there's just deeper ways and, 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 and psychological things you got to understand. You got to put yourself in people's shoes. You got to kind of put yourself, understand where um, where they're coming from. Like we say, when they go into a loss or they're hurting or they're in pain or something like that, or something bad happens or they lose a fight or they're not winning or, you know, they lose a split decision or they lose a, their first ever title shot. You know, that's heartbreaking. You got to really understand where these guys are coming from. So, like I said, that's that's a problem. That's something I think a lot of people don't do, a lot of fight fans. And that's a problem because, you know, 
they're just ignorant. That's why I don't like ignorant fights, man. That's why I don't watch fights with people or anything else like that because I don't like the ignorance. I don't like watching them. I mean, I've, I've said I don't like this because I've actually experienced ignorant people like, oh, grappling sucks. Why is he hugging him? What's going on here? Oh, that was a fluke. That was fake. That was WWE. What the fuck? No, it's, it's real combat fighting, motherfuckers. So you need to sit back, relax, and realize that, you know, UFC remains all the real shit, you know? There's been some questionable fights and stuff, but never have I really thought of anyone in the UFC fluking or, you know, failing, not not fluking, but like, yeah, like fluking or, you know, fixing a fight or something like that. I just think it's a a lot of dramatic outcomes and sometimes the judging and different other things are crazy in the sport. So I don't know why I keep looking over there. I have this weird stormtrooper thing looking at me. If you want to see what I was looking at, this is what I was fucking looking at. This thing is like turned directly. Like, you see his fucking head. It's, uh, it's like, I don't know, something like Burger King or some shit. I don't know where the fuck it's from. But it's from, like, Burger King. But it's, like, one of the props I have. Like, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Um, Batman, Avengers. Everything's up here. If you've seen pictures of, of what it looks like in here, it's actually pretty cool. Like, I mean, you see the weed right in front of you. But you see, like, there's an Avengers, Iron Man picture. Um, Batman prop on top of some model cars that I designed when I was in high school. So... It's, it's pretty cool in here. So, um, what I'll say about Connor. So, like I said, back to the dramatic outcome and dramatic post-fight interview. You know, what could be on the table for Connor next? Is it a fight with Jorge Masvidal? Is it a fight with Khabib? I mean, I don't know. It's probably a little bit less likely. But um, what what can be next following the for him after this. I mean, Cerrone wins, boom, most wins in UFC history, most finishes or most, you know, post-fight bonuses. And, you know, he's made over a million in post-fight bonuses. Who can say they made that? I mean, he's a Hall of Famer for sure. Um, He's one of the most beloved fighters. I mean, if you're a Cerrone hater, I don't know why. The guy's like as nice as hell and is cool. Freaking American, you know, drinks Budweiser, the king of all beers. I mean, geez, man, he's a nice guy, does extreme shit on fight week. Freaking almost died and drowned in the water. I mean, if you look, I, mean, I forgot what he got like trapped or something. Maybe he's on Joe Rogan. He was talking about that. Um, I mean, Cerrone's the coolest dude ever. That's why I was thinking about it last night. I was like, fuck. I was watching like the countdown show, I think. And then I was like, what the fuck? I don't want any of these guys to lose, man. Damn. It was like Connor. I, oh, it was a weigh-in. So it was a weigh-in show. I was watching Cowboy come out because Joe, um, what is it? Joe brought him, like, you know, he said, introducing the man with the most head kick knockouts in the UFC, the most, the most wins in the UFC. And he just propped them all up. And that made me all pumped up. It's like, damn, how can I say anything bad about Cerrone? Cause you know, when he does show up, he does show up. So later on tonight, this could be the, 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 the fight. This could be the, the night that he really shows up. I mean, you know, how crazy would that be for the whole fucking world, the whole media, um, all to say that, oh, Cowboy falters in big fights. Cowboy, um, Cowboy always never wins the big ones. Oh, oh, Cowboy got the opportunity. Didn't win the big one. Didn't big win the big one. Didn't win the big one. Imagine him beating Conor McGregor. Imagine how much more of a star Cerrone will become with the win over Conor. Now Connor's spoils Connor's big return. Twenty twenty turns the worst. Starts with World War Three memes. Starts with horrible shit with Iran. Starts with Connor McGregor losing Donald Cerrone, which would be crazy for a lot of people. But a lot of people are expecting Connor to win. 
that's why if you pick Soroni as an underdog, you could seriously cash in. Now, I'm not saying that. I, I mean, I sit, I sat here and picked Connor. Um, yeah, I expect him to wipe the floor with Soroni, in my selfish opinion. But we got to be realistic here. You got to be realistically understanding everything that's going on that can happen in a fight because it's a fight game. You can't be ignorant. You can't um, be one-sided. And that that's a huge problem. My pipe's out. Um, for people in the fight world, fight game, fight fans, media, I don't know. If you have favorite fighters and your favorite fighters fighting somebody, you, you obviously back your favorite fighter. I've seen this for years and years and years, nearly half a decade. But, you know, are you realistic with it? Oh, no, he's going to win because... He's my favorite fighter. Oh, he's going to win because this. He's going to win because that. No, you got to be realistic. You got to look at it. Look at the outcome and, and look at the, the fight broken down, fight by fight. Styles styles make fights. You got to think about every single outcome, every single potential theory of what's going to happen in a fight. You know, say, for example, when you think of a fight, oh, yeah, he's going to wrestle or this is going to happen or, you know, you know. For example, Connor. Connor's gonna come in. He's he's gonna get um you know throw his kicks like he always does. Front kicks up the middle, left hands, his counters, his great feints, his movement. He's always on the uh, um, balls of his feet, moving or moving around. Great movement, counters, every little thing that, that that he brings, and you know, boom, break it down like that. You know, people like to speculate, imagine potential scenarios of how the fights are gonna turn out, and. You know, you can't think one-sidedly. That's my main point. That's what I'm trying to talk about. I'm, I'm trying to say that, you know, over the years, I've learned that you just can't do that. It's it's not something that um, you can do if you want to be an intelligent fight fan. Give respect where respect is due. You know, I, I respect both sides. I mean, I may not, I mean, I don't even think there's really, I can't even think of 10 people that I don't like in the sport. You know, there's ignorant people, um, but then at the end of the day, I mean, their personality doesn't mean shit. It's the only thing that matters is their fighting. If you really care about the fighting, you'll set aside your, how you feel about the personality because a lot of you people do that anyways. A lot of it, a lot of, I've seen so many people do that. You hate Colby, you hate Connor. Um, I don't know, you hate Khabib, it doesn't matter who, who you, you know, you're haters, you're out there. You're hating on somebody, but yet you're still watching, yet you're still paying attention. So, you're still watching, so essentially you're a winner and a hater. So, I don't know, I don't know. It, it, it's one-sided because you guys are still watching it, tuning in, but you motherfuckers so-called hate. But anyways, like I said, um, put yourself in their shoes and understand what's going on, so... Am I going to smoke the same shit again? This is like the best one, but it's uh, almost out. But you know, I haven't smoked these other types in a couple days, so I don't know. There's one more jar up there. That's a sativa. Maybe smoke a sativa. Okay. Commercial break, motherfuckers. Ooh. Orange creamsicle. What we're smoking on here, motherfuckers. Are you can't even see it. Where the fuck's the camera at? Right, here we go. I don't know. I have this. You can't see it. It's like backwards and stuff, but it says orange cream sickle. So it's probably not important to you guys anyway. So um, let's continue with everything. Um, let that shit up. 
quickly if you can, ladies and gentlemen. We are available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, obviously, and everywhere else you get your podcast, folks. You can follow us directly on Twitter and Instagram first at KWTKPod on Instagram and Twitter, um, as well as, like I said, find our podcast show in the iTunes store iTunes podcast, obviously, you, you get it. You have an iPhone. You get you battle through it and get and get directly to where the podcast is. At. Yeah, kicking it with the king is available everywhere. Um, you can visit the main podcast page directly at anchor.fm slash kwtkpod. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter as at G the King MMA as well. How crazy is that? Like promoting it and actually looking at myself promote it. So it's like you're watching a show in a show so i mean I've, I've always recorded it i always had the audio edition but i've never always had the podcast edition so i'm, I'm kind of curious how this is going to be so cool man i can't i can't wait i'm excited this is a cool uh, what a way to start off january as well so pretty exciting so celebratory hit Now we can kind of revamp what we talked about yesterday on the yesterday show, or yeah, yesterday's show was just released today, this morning. You can go find it directly, and um, it's available now. I, I posted the links on my Twitter, so you guys are on Twitter. This is on Twitter, um, and the audio edition will post them for everybody on there too. Um, but uh, you can check out the last, most recent episode of Segments. It's basically, like I've said it, we're going to say it for the people on Twitter as well. If you haven't heard the show or heard that per- particular part of the show, um, it's basically a shortened edition of the podcast or something else, you know, kind of like a second episode. So I don't know why I created it a long time ago. Just like, you know, say, for example, we don't talk about fights or it's a dry week or something else or something else exciting. Maybe you went camping, maybe you went paintball gunning or something like that or bike riding something something crazy happens in fucking life maybe you want to talk about it talk about it on that edition and that's what that is so that recent episode segments is available we did talk a little bit about you know connor Cerrone and stuff like that but we fast forward to this live edition that i didn't even know what i was going to do this morning i just thought about it and i've been thinking about it for probably like about maybe like a week or so maybe a couple weeks two weeks i've been thinking about it since last year but i was like i don't know what i'm gonna do video blogs you know because it's funny because it started off with video chatting like you know video chatting with like i don't remember who it was but i was like oh i I don't i I don't remember i don't remember that's what you could do when you get high but um i was looking i was thinking about i was like dude i don't mind looking at you through here i don't look bad in the camera i'm just nervous i never really had the chance nor the opportunity to try it because you know i've been so busy or haven't been able to look at it or have been somewhere where i can't sit down and um you know be comfortable enough but you know here you're comfortable you're in your sanctuary you're you're in your um you're in your own comfort zone so that's exactly what i do this room's actually uh pretty comfortable it's fucking cold outside too by the way so um it's colder here in california too definitely looks like my fucking head's on top of that bottle huh bottle challenge doing the bottle challenge here um no but um we can fast forward oh there's a piece of weed in here that didn't make it in the pipe yeah we need to get high before we continue to talk You guys, this is a shit. Anybody, when you guys tune in, this is a shit. Oh, this tastes like carrots. This motherfucking shit tastes like carrots. 
carrot weed. Not a bad thing, I guess. You guys want to see something? Another prop that I have if you're a huge pro wrestling fan, WWE fan, motherfuckers. I've had this shit for hell a long since I was underage, and I am more than past that. Look, at, it looks like real gold, but it's one of the kid ones, but it's one of the props that I had since when I was real young. So as a fan and stuff, I saw a lot of like the wrestlers and shit like that. So um, for audio listeners, I'm showing them, uh, I'm showing everybody uh, the motherfucking WWE belt back in the day that they sold at the non-existent Toys R Us. Though I do think there is a Toys R Us in a different country. Let me look. I'm curious now. Let's go off on a tangent, as Michael Bisping says. Um, let me pull it up. No pressure. <laughs> Sorry if there's a little clunk. Hey, Siri. No, never mind. No, never mind. Never mind. Don't fucking say that. She might fuck up something. Let me look. Uh, still a Toys R Us. Is there still Toys R Us stores? Let me look. New Toys R Us store open now open in, in Garden State Plaza, and that was November twenty sixth of two thousand nineteen. So it must be pretty new. Um, Toys R Us comeback store continued Wednesday with its first U.S. brick and mortar store, a, a, a month after opening two immersive toy wonderlands called Toys R Us Adventure. And 17 months after shuttering all stores, the iconic toy brand opened a retail store in Westfield, Garden State, Plaza, and Paramus, New Jersey. The 54-year-old brand has reimagined toy shopping experiences for customers, said Richard Berry, chief executive of True Kids, which operates Toys R Us. Right, so what did they, did they get the fucking rights or something like that? Um, did they just put one? Oh, he says uh, hopes hopes to open ten of its new concept stores. Uh, concept stores over the next year. Oh, so I must mean two thousand twenty or so. So, so so it's funny. Fuck you. Um, and close that. Okay, that's cool. I don't know why I thought about that. Anyways, what else do we got? Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about the fights. How could I forget? I cannot wait for this shit. I'm excited. I can't wait. I wonder if there's a way I can save the video afterwards. And, uh, well, like, because you know how you're live. Like, because I'm live on Twitter. I'm not live anywhere else. Like, that would be cool if I was live on YouTube as well. YouTube, you need to, I don't know, I don't, I'll, I'll figure all that stuff out um, later. Like, putting it on YouTube. Like, I'm totally trying to get the show available on YouTube as well. Because, you know, YouTube's like, 
I, I remember YouTube back in the day when um I was thinking about something that was hella funny. That's why I started laughing. Um, I remember YouTube back in the day when like it was YouTube broadcast yourself and YouTube broadcast yourself and everybody had those fucking camcorders or ridiculous little you know cameras and they'll take pictures in the fucking uh in the fucking mirror and it looked so fucking horrible that's why when i see like pictures of girls on their profiles like you know like i would see this like you know in the past and i'm not, not like right now or anything but, um like i would see girls like pictures on either on twitter or on instagram i'll see yeah it was pictures on instagram actually that's what it was um it was uh you know pictures of them holding a camcorder or something like that i'm like these profiles are fucking fake my leg itches, um, and then, like, I don't know, there's those pictures and stuff, like, and then those videos people would upload, it's like, I never knew what the fuck to upload to YouTube, and I never understood, like, what to, what, what we were supposed to do, so I never really did that, but then, like, fast forward to 2019, 2020, you look at the evolution, now as YouTube artists, artists, every YouTube, has uh, YouTube channels, and their music's on there, you can look up anything, and it's blown up to over millions and millions of different videos from different people, and it's just so massive, man, you get paid for using youtube and all this other shit man this shit's changed so much like i'm so curious i want to know how much more it's going to change like leading on and moving on into the future and stuff so it's going to be interesting to see uh everything that happens technology wise i mean all with all the new phones coming out iphones androids how the fuck do we get to talking about this Uh, wow, 41 minutes already. Let's fast forward to USC 246, obviously, which is later on today. Uh, but stylistically, like, I thought about this fight between Cerrone and McGregor. Obviously, if you look at Cerrone's skills, like I said yesterday on the show, he's versatile and able to, you know, <laughs> I got so high for a second. It's like, this is looking insane. Um versatile in multiple areas more than one his, his wrestling is underrated his grappling is underrated his submission game is very nasty very quick very sneaky i mean you look at the fight with mike perry i mean his his kickboxing's phenomenal as well i mean if you look at the stoppage over uh alexander hernandez you know the fight with melvin goulard you guys remember that fight that was a crazy fight because you look back at that um you know, Cerrone got hurt early on in that fight. He he withstood that. And when you look at a bomb-ass striker like Melvin Gillard, I mean, he hits you with some bombs. Those fights most likely are over before they start. When he hits you, first punch he throws and he lands cleanly, you're retreating. Just as Paul Daly does. When Paul Daly hits you, you're retreating. You know, people get fucking hit hella hard, and it changes the entire game plan. So it's going to be different for when it happens. To, to you so it's gonna you know you don't know what's gonna happen that's why i said that kind of similarly to what i said about connor tagging cerrone when, when connor tags cerrone cleanly for the first time i guarantee you it's gonna change the outcome of the fight it's gonna change his whole game plan so um yeah like i said stylistically cerrone's very very good in multiple areas he, his takedowns like i said his takedowns are phenomenal let's see them a little bit more his jitsu is on another level he's phenomenal great grappler nasty submissions nasty on the feet and and, and very you know very nasty and it's vicious man he f 
fucking hurts when you get kicked by Cerrone, man. I guarantee anybody that fights Cerrone is probably going to be sore for probably like a few weeks later on, man. I can't imagine all that fucking shit. Cerrone's been fighting for forever. I mean, like, not, it's not like father time is caught up to him, but his experience, his body, it's just everything that he, he, he's so fucking experienced. And, you know, when he hits you and kicks you or knees you, just, dude, it's just vicious. It's, it's nasty, man. I, I, I can't describe it. I mean, all the kicks hurt. All the punches hurt. Everything hurts, man. But the way Cerrone does it just looks so nasty. And I bet I can't imagine how the fuck it feels either. So it's going to be fucking crazy. Crazy fight, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see exactly what happens, whether who, whoever wins. It doesn't matter who wins. There's awesome and amazing and, 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 and formidable outcomes for both sides. It's just a matter of how it much and how divided everybody usually is or how how they are and stuff so it's going to be interesting really to see the outcome of it regardless win lose or draw for either man so that's the sunset that you gotta you know completely keep yourself uh you know open to any possible outcomes you I mean, Cerrone is great jujitsu Cerrone could submit him Cerrone could stun Connor he can be the first one to finish Connor in the UFC um by some but by, by strikes um or, you know, Connor blasts him out in the first round, as I said yesterday. And then, you know, there we go. That, that, that's the fight. And then we look at the future. Easily. You could do that. And then see everything that happened. Now it's nearly 9 o'clock almost. What time did we start? We, we started 45 minutes ago, obviously. We got 15 minutes left here on this episode of Kicking It With The King. I appreciate you guys for joining us here, by the way. It's been pretty fun pretty exciting so we're gonna end it here we're gonna end it with a uh, ufc 246 there's a lot of exciting fights on this card um so to end it with cerrone mcgregor i think uh, cerrone has more tools than one to win this fight but so does mcgregor people need to not underestimate him uh, un underestimate i said that right right underestimate you cannot underestimate conor mcgregor his movement his speed his accuracy his precision his strikes everything his kicks his patience his chin you know, his move, movement's key. And a lot of people don't understand the movement is key in combat sports. The reason that I say combat sports is because one man comes to mind when it comes to movement and 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 known his ability to not ever get hit is Floyd Mayweather. Shout out to the, the GOAT, um, Floyd Mayweather. Um, look at Connor's fight with Floyd Mayweather. I can't believe that, that that makes Connor a superstar in its own right. I mean, the fact that he was able to pull that off pretty fucking insane pretty fucking crazy that he was able to do that but um the reason why i say combat sports is because all the masters of movement dominant crews hardly, hardly been hit in his entire career um you know and you know john jones hasn't really necessarily been hit too much like that yeah john jones john jones hasn't been hasn't been hit um all these guys that have been have so much good defense and stuff that's a huge tactic so uh, your, your defense is you know that that creates your best offense because you can you can defend stuff and you know ultimately switch the fight around and win the fight stylistically like i said going back to it interesting fight like i said you can't underestimate connor just don't underestimate connor and i'm gonna be happy and, and excited to go back to this because I'll get to see my prediction. And, you know, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If I'm right, I'm right. You know, we're, we're, we're all thinking of this fight happening in a specific and certain way. And 
like I said, it could happen this way, it could happen that way. So I don't necessarily know, you know, the outcome, but you know, we have a pretty goddamn good idea of what the fuck went, might happen. So we can't wait for that. Um, Holly Holm returns against Raquel Pennington in the rematch. First fight was a little, it was, it was pretty close, man. I, I guarantee you this fight will be a little bit similar, maybe a little bit more improved because these women, you know, fought years and years and years ago. I, think, I don't remember how long ago it was, like 2015. I don't fucking know. I don't remember. Uh, I just know that these two women fought previously. And now if you look at it in the rematch, you know, you kind of see where their careers have kind of, kind of been a little bit closer together, you know, shifted. Holly obviously just fought for the world title. So I can't really say that she's shifted. I'd say that Holly had had more amazing moments than Raquel has respectively to Raquel Pennington. She's a tough fighter. She's a great fighter. But if you go back to Holly, Holly, um, has, you know, won the title and, you know, I don't know. She defended it. She's been in championship level fights. Um, she's been in main events and, you know, back to back and, you know, she's, she, she's had some amazing for performances. She shifted from wins and losses, obviously coming off a loss to Amanda Nunes, uh, which was a simple mistake that she made her footing, her movement and stuff. And she was just, you know, she was off balance when, and Amanda caught her with that nice head kick and, you know, ultimately ended the fight. And, you know, that's, that's her last fight to date. And tonight will be her next fight against Rebecca Pennington. Lost the exciting fight, uh, Alexa Grasso versus Claudia Gedalia. Hopefully they can, I don't know, damn it. I don't know. Because now she just recently announced her uh, move up to flyweight. Because she missed weight. And now I was going to say maybe they can reschedule that fight for later on. That would have been an exciting fight to, to, to see later on. But, um, you know, now they're in different weight classes. So, who knows? Maybe she moves up to fighter just for that fun fight. She really wanted to fight. Everybody's a little bit disappointed that that uh, fight didn't happen. But, you know, like I said, match make and potentially have it on for later. That's just my opinion. Just because it seemed like such an exciting fight. <coughs> Which one was this? <coughs> it wasn't this one. No, um, ah, it was this one. Okay, yeah. It was like up on the counter. Orange creamsicle. Orange creamsicle. <laughs> Look, I don't know if you can read it. You can see the green in it. Obviously, these aren't the the same. Um, they're not the same cans that they came in, but the, you know, I, I like to keep them. And relatively, if there's a lot, I like to fucking put them right in here. So that's what I did. I got ten more minutes left on this episode of the show. Um, let's go to some current stuff, some news, some things to break. This is still kind of crazy because we're, st we're we're live, and we're on Twitter, and everybody's uh everybody's you know everybody can see me for the first time as well as i mean i suppose pictures and stuff i just never really made videos and stuff so everybody could see me for the first time and um you know it's more exciting okay breaking news Ooh. Ooh. Well, my my fight picks are pretty similar to 
this individual's, except that she picked Pettis to win over Fajeda, which I disagree. She picked Mataferi, which is I disagree. Um, and she picked Mazo versus Aldrich. It's a little similar, different. I don't know. I don't give a fuck about everyone else's picks. It's all about what I was what I was picking. Now this fight is similar. This one's picks similar. Almost exact, except he picked Pettis. I'm like looking at everybody's. Uh... <laughs> He's fucking tweets. I just know that the outcome tonight is going to be crazy. It's going to be insane. It's going to be emphatic. I mean, so many fucking crazy, you know, great artists and athletes and celebrities are all going to be there at this fight tonight, definitely. So I can't wait for this. What? The, the first Space Force uniforms are camouflage. Wait, what? Is this this is a real thing? You know that President Trump President Trump announced this. Like something about working on the Space Force. What? Space Command? Imagine having a fucking war in space. I was just thinking about like what if they just fired a nuclear bomb like right into fucking space. Don't hit our fucking moon or our, our sun, you fucking idiots. But just, just fly it into space. Fly it somewhere where, you know, maybe you hit a different planet, like Star Wars or something like that. What the hell? So I want to see the... Look at these. Look at the shit. I want to... I should show you guys, like, the picture. You can't see it. It's like, uh, I don't know. You can't fucking see this shit, but, um... It's a... Uniform, like their uniforms camouflaged. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, there's so many jokes on this. How many trees are you expecting to find in space? Will the camo tree work? Will the camo work in space though? Space camouflage to blend in on the great plans of space. Hashtag Space Force. <laughs> Someone posted a picture of Han Solo in one of the camouflage jackets from Star Wars uh, Return of the Jedi. Trump's Space Forge troops wearing camo when space is perhaps the strongest evidence yet that Idiocracy is a documentary. <laughs> you guys are fucking crazy. Oh, man. Anyways, um, I think that's it, and I think that's all we got here on the show. Um, pretty fun to do it first time uh, via Twitter. I know it's no different for anybody that's on the audio. Shout out to all the audio listeners. You guys are great. Um, we'll do the show next week or the post show and all that stuff regarding um, you know UFC two forty six and all that. This, this one's impossible not to talk about post show. I mean, obviously the results um, may may vary right now as we speak, but. Still, um, sorry, I've been sorry that I've been gone for so long and I haven't really posted a show since yesterday. I did record one for everybody and stuff, so it's like I feel like I've been gone, so it's kind of like a reunion being back. So, appreciate everybody for being being here. What the fuck's going on? Oh, uh, I was like, what the hell's beeping in my ears? Oh, 
got four. We got five minutes. Oh, it was a, it was a clock telling me that. Uh, let me take the headphones off for a second. Um, so it was a clock telling me that uh, I had five minutes left on on the clock because the Anchor app, like I said, uses the the clock and stuff. So you know, it goes off like an hour and stuff. Like you can add another slide and stuff, but. Like you, you don't have, you have to add it if you want to continue the show or you can have your show under an hour, which is what we do most of the time or not. But, um, like I said, I think that's it. That's, um, that's the, that's, that's, that's all we got. Ladies and gentlemen, I think you could, you could subscribe to our show, uh, directly, um, on, you can follow us on Twitter at KWTK pod, as well as on Instagram, it's KWTK pod, um, subscribe in the iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts, we're available on all those platforms, folks, you can follow me on Twitter at G the King MMA, as well as Instagram at G the King MMA, TikTok, if you use it, motherfuckers, I might start making more episodes, maybe put clips of the show on there in the future and stuff like that, and we'll do that too, so TikTok at G the King MMA, as well as a Snapchat, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been fun. I've enjoyed every second of this. And we'll be back. Definitely live on Twitter. And we'll try to figure the YouTube thing out. If not, we'll continue the show. We're on Twitter. You can check it out. I'll tweet the links out. And I'll share the tweet. I'll try to save the video and, and keep everything else up to date. So like I said, this has been fun. Thank you guys for tuning in. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of here. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in. One final time, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back sooner rather than later. Bye, folks. Thank you guys for tuning in. That was fun. Like I said, appreciate you guys for joining in. Shout out to Anchor for being the number one supporter, the number one provider for the show. Follow us directly on Twitter, like I said, at KWTK pod, as well as on anchor.fm slash KWTK pod. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you for tuning in. G the King out, baby.